Hey guys, welcome back to the Noise Podcast. We're back with our second episode. Uh, let's all say hi. Hi, hello guys. Hello everyone. Uh, yeah, firstly, today we thought we can address the main issue. That's that uh, our exams, the exams we've been preparing for from so many days, the JE and NEET exams have been finally postponed. What's your opinion on this, guys? Uh, let's start with Abhi. Yeah, so I saw the news too. Like it came out just yesterday morning or something, right? and uh, it was a bit sad mainly that we've been studying for this for so long and i just want to get it over with postponing only like reduces the amount of time i'll most probably spend on it personally i'm i'm all for postponement it's it's working out really well with my schedule and it's helping me build up my confidence with problem solving and it's making me more comfortable in general so i mean for me it's uh, it's kind of helping Yeah even for me like it's so nice because you get more time firstly to prepare and not just that our coaching classes have also given us a way better timetable and a way better way to go ahead right now now that we have more than 60 days right but yeah, yeah. I, I think Abhi is the only one who sees this in negative light I don't know why also do understand where you're coming from but yeah feel it's just better right now Ved what about you I actually agree with Anmol and Shriram. This is a blessing in disguise for me at least because this gives me time to rectify my previous errors and then look into stuff that I had missed earlier. So this is a godsend and plus I get I get time to prepare myself, calm down and keep my head clear. And on the other on the other side, I also get to well, indulge in other activities. I can learn a new language or pick up some sort of new hobby to keep my head fresh. Okay, yeah. So one more thing, you realize because our exams are going to get postponed so much, college is going to start faster and we're not going to have time to plan out the things we have, we had planned for like after exams and stuff like that. What's your opinion on this? Start later. You it's going no, it's going to start earlier in the sense it's going to start the time it was supposed to start. Well, our vacation. Is? Yeah, our vacation's over. We don't have a vacation as such. Huh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What is your opinion on that? We had planned yeah, some things here and there. No. No, we planned some things here and there. Let's do something, but none yeah, of them is going to happen now. Honestly, I feel like it's just going to get postponed by a year, right? So after like a one semester in college or something, we can just do the same thing again. Honestly, I don't feel like postponing college just so that we get our vacation on time because it's obviously not worth it and it isn't feasible for anybody. No, my question not. should they postpone college it's like we aren't going to get time they are yeah, not going to postpone college so yeah, so it? exactly uh, so huh. that's what i was saying so we never really had much of a vacation in the first place maybe uh, all of us would find it week out or uh, half a had... week out to go on a trip or something no, or we would have had a pretty good time college starts normally in august september and they know but just ended me always have those friends in the group who, who are like preparing for other things also right So okay, yeah. gonna, going abroad, come out every okay. day of the week or every week. So that sort of thing is avoided, and plus it's just postponed by a year or so. Yeah, like once again, this entire scenario kind of sucks. Mainly in that, like since everything is postponed, they may try to start up college early, just like what you said. End up reducing our vacation time. Like I know for a fact that we had few plans, and even if not for like anything preposterous. we could at least like go out for lunch and stuff but uh, most probably now even that's cancelled and that's kind of bad isn't it yeah it is it's but yeah we'll, we'll, yeah we'll somehow get to do something though not to worry 
maybe a day or two let's see yeah, hopefully everything sure. hopefully everything's better by then and ram what is your take on this because you're the one who had the most plan yeah I, actually uh, see for uh, what we had planned on doing was going on a trek it's been a sort yeah. of uh, yeah it's been a bit of a routine for the last 3 uh, years so actually in reality to book a good trip and set up the itinerary perfectly it takes quite some time you need to start if you want to go in uh, june july you need to start off preps in uh, february mm-hmm. so i i mean i think we were pretty boomed as soon as they announced postponement of the cbse board exams even before the whole coronavirus crisis started so yeah it's i mean i guess it's not i don't see much loss there personally okay yeah good that board of the crisis right now it's it's become it's kind of turned from worst to the worst case it's like everything's kind of relaxed now though cases have increased like more than 3500 cases just yesterday so like do you see a green light or a light at the end of the tunnel any point i think with relation to the crisis now we're starting to hear some pretty credible reports on on uh, the successful development and testing of you know vaccines and actual effective therapies so i i think it they might have taken the decision to relax certain lockdown uh, terms because the government probably knows something that we don't that they don't believe they're ready to announce yet i mean or at least that's my take it i mean it's i'm probably wrong but yeah that that might explain why they're sort of relaxing things a bit and i mean okay. I, it is going to help a lot and uh, it's it's like once you successfully develop a vaccine or a treatment it's it, it's no longer a question of flattening the curve it's a question of how many people you can get the treatment and preventive measures to so you can just stop the crisis dead, dead in its tracks so i i think might be something connect, connected to that yeah hold on you said something about like a relaxing some terms of uh, the lockdown right yeah so what about the uh, opening of liquor shops i mean that doesn't seem essential at all to me and like opening some some parts like the business sectors and the business districts and all to uh, help bring the economy back on its track back on track that kind of makes sense but then opening the liquor shops didn't make sense at all to me so what's your take on that i think yeah. with the liquor shop i think they were trying to prevent a mass withdrawal uh, set of withdrawal cases because i mean from what i've read uh, alcohol withdrawal can be really really messed up it's really painful and it's not a nice condition uh, so i think it might just be a short term decision to you know keep it's uh, just keep people okay it would be wrong to say keep people hooked but uh, yeah you get my point right it's just to prevent any such disaster it's not just that there's going to be a lot of resentment from people alcohol is one such thing that yeah we still don't know why but it is something that people can fight over history is like the biggest evidence of the fact that alcohol can cause wars so yeah yeah so in such a case i think it was somewhere down the line a good idea to open up liquor shops but the way they did it they could have been more efficient like practicing social distancing at liquor shops and stuff they could have been more efficient and they could have like maybe commissioned constable there who at all times kept an eye and how social distancing is maintained but i don't know the logistics of the game as well yeah so like addressing the issue of them opening stuff up right at least in my opinion this was a kind of thing that they had to do as in i mean yeah by having a lot of restriction by making people stay at home for lots and lots of time they had curbed down the spread of the disease right but at some point or the other they were going to have to open india again yeah exactly they did it like they were the cases were bound to jump up right so mm. the, i guess in my opinion the government is like yeah better now than never 
let's get this uh, over with but with the feasible amount of restrictions so that the first wave can be flattened out quickly also like regarding the liquor shops so there's this article i found which says that the maharashtra government yesterday made lots of money around a crore from only taxations on the liquor sold yesterday or upwards of that so like they got a lot of money from it when the entire country is going to go under debt so this is a critical time for the country to make such kind of heavy decisions they have to choose whether they should curb alcoholism at this stage or just get enough money to survive the entire pandemic and that's what they've chosen right now isn't it yeah it is true because before this i was reading somewhere that there was still a market for alcohol if you believe it or not but how it was going in a in some sort of black market way which wasn't helping the economy in much sense but when the government realized that oh this is a matter we need to discuss and put into consideration they made a i feel they made a right decision we can down the line and yeah the economy is benefiting from this right so all in all it has helped it in some way no like i said i don't see okay fine uh, now that you said that the black market was there and the government wasn't getting any money from that no i was not uh, saying any money tax- but yeah it okay, but- But now taxing alcohol seems like a good idea, but it still shouldn't come at a cost of human lives, right? Mm. Like such a spike I mean, for such a petty reason does not seem feasible to me at all. And if I was in, I mean, obviously I'm not, and I'm not going to be also. But if I was in that position, I wouldn't open liquor stores. But it is improving the economy at the end of the day. See, the and thing, it yeah, was the fastest way to do. It. Yeah, the thing is, at this okay. stage, right? You, when the country is going to go under such debt. and they know for a fact at some point the covid cases are going to rise there will be deaths as unfortunate as they are it's it is an end point that we are going towards irrespective of what actions we take i mean we cannot keep the country under lockdown forever so this seemed like a way to get money and ease restrictions at the same time also a huge part of it like i think shriram or anmol mentioned is public opinion and that that certainly uh, has helped the government right i mean you can't have public unrest at the same at a time of crisis like this otherwise you'll have what's happening in like michigan and stuff where people are protesting mm-hmm. on the streets against like not being able to get haircuts mm-hmm. so yeah this is something they have oh, yeah. to do in my opinion let's actually talk about this how are you guys getting haircuts are you letting it grow or are you inventing up your own way to do something letting it grow man letting it grow yeah see now what about you i'm not really concerned about my hair because i normally get it cut really short i don't let it grow long so it's still kind of normal for me it's the beard that's a mm. bit of a problem now yeah. if i went out i'm pretty sure someone might file an fir on me on suspicion of terror activities not even joking wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay that doesn't seem very uh, pg something but okay uh, <laughs> I just say for me I think all of us have just let our hair grow because this is the time to experiment right no one else can see you and you'll get a good idea of what you look like with long hair and if it uh-huh. extends any more to shave your head off and wait another month or so <laughs> okay I didn't I didn't I didn't exactly shave my head off but I I trimmed the whole thing out at like a really low length so it's like damn nice right now he does not look the best but yeah it's not like people are going to judge you right now no yeah. but the thing is at least for me right i think you guys would know it i've been trying to get my hair to grow out since like november <laughs> all the way until when our principal was like you can't otherwise i'll get the gardener to cut your hair <laughs> <laughs> for the graduation ceremony so after that yeah once again i had to cut my hair but since i already wanted to cut my hair and my hair grow 
this seemed like a perfect opportunity for me to do that you wanted to have a yeah. mullet for grad if i'm not wrong right yes i did i did <laughs> but the principal said i'll personally see to it that the gardener cut her off i mean jokingly of course so yeah and that was the end of it Okay, getting back to the alcohol point, I sent a picture right now. Just have a look at it. It's a bill of alcohol oh, yeah. for fifty to fifty two thousand rupees, <laughs> and it's not far from home. It is somewhere in Karnataka itself. Wow. So this, I don't think I need opinions about this, but yeah, it's just weird. We'll put it up on the screen while we're discussing this on the video. This, this is just absurd. Fifty two thousand rupees on alcohol. My point is, when there's so many people, you can notice it while people are buying alcohol. When people, it, it is really shocking. There is this fact that people sometimes say that they don't have money to ha- buy food, and hmm. some people go and buy alcohol. Yeah. How reasonable do you think this is? Once again, it's an addiction, right? So I don't really yeah. know if like most of them have the choice to do it. I mean, it's something their their body forces them to do. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a terrible thing. It's okay, so uh, hold on. You guys have been looking at the price, right? So I mean, if the guy bought like two or three really expensive bottles of wine or something, I'd be fine with that. But yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> that way too much. I haven't even seen a hundred and twenty-eight bottles of alcohol in my lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> This is really absurd. Okay, like so. I did. Okay, I've uh, never even heard of these names in my life. This looks so alien to me. I'm being a scholar on the art of uh, names of alcohol brands. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Nice. <laughs> yeah. What we said. Oh my God. That's a lot. This is hopefully not. Hopefully, it's one person. If I'm not wrong. It looks like what? It's it's one person buying this. It's yeah. It's one person buying. It's a single bill. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's a single bill. So it's just like it's shocking. It's damn weird. All in all, this is the reason an economy is doing a bit better than before. Let's actually come to a good point we can discuss. So, how do you think things are going to be after the crisis? Things aren't looking good right now. You can't see a better future, right? But how things are right now? What do you think? How do you think things are going to be in general? Okay, I actually have something. So, yeah. Uh, the whole lockdown was implemented right and the coronavirus was just in baby stages yeah. people thought of it would be a fairly small thing but yeah. at that time people were looking for vaccines right so there was an article that i read where biotech like new billionaires would rise who were like in the biotech industry and they were looking for vaccines and treatments for this and i think this is just going to intensify and this industry is going to make so much money they won't know what to do with it they're going to swim in cash at the end of the day Yeah, but but I have another opinion on this also. You say they're going to swim in cash, everything. Yes, yes, but the point is right now there's a lot of research going into this. Right now we see this biotech and so and so industries are more investing money onto research than gaining back through this thing because none of them have found a definite cure as of now. If I'm not wrong, none of them have yeah, found a definite way. So they're not earning back a lot at this point. But yeah, so far at the, at this point, yeah. But then, yeah, that one company which cracks it, right, is going to be rich forever. But yeah, no, see, I'll tell you what they'll hmm. they'll find the solution and they'll basically not sell the rights, but they'll market the rights to other companies. Other so companies, yeah, 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 yeah. Companies, companies. So it's a win-win for all of these companies, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. But obviously, the company which cracks it is going to reach new heights. Have you heard about you? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I kind of agree with what Wade said. The fact that these companies which crack the code will make a lot of money, but 
doesn't that kind of make you feel bad in the sense that they are going to have so much money they're mar- they're literally marketing lives and they're selling lives they're putting a value on lives right they're saying hey if you have this much money you're worthy enough to live and that's crazy isn't it at least it's my opinion that all these vaccines should be made free wait i don't understand you that's what doctors do either ways right now not criticizing them but it is it is true at the end of the day when you, when you pay for a surgery you're paying for your life yes exactly and i'm not saying i'm a huge fan of the system as currently but at least when a global pandemic such as this is floating around and so many lives are at are at threat right so i i'd hope that the entire medicine sector finally come to their senses and realize that they have to stop putting value on life so avi i just had a point that yeah obviously in such a pandemic we are supposed to look at the ethical side of it but we we also need to look into the fact that these companies are putting in so much effort right now and so much money right now without any output the only reason they are doing that is because world leaders are not allowing for public sector working of these things right so like public sector search has yeah. been cut down to a huge hmm. extent as compared to private sector ones and like if you see the united states there's been grants going on for private sector research much more yeah. than what is given to the public sector itself public sector yeah true so once again like the government is endorsing a capitalistic gain kind of policy on this they're literally asking at companies to say hey you, you know what i i spent so much money on this because of you and now i'm going to ask you money for it so they're put, they're shifting the blame towards the people themselves and that's a terrible thing to do especially during a pandemic i mean ethically okay. speaking at least right ram do you have anything to say about yeah, this yeah i'm fairly sure that number one the governments uh, the governments are going to start putting caps on the prices of the vaccines since it's like like i mentioned in the previous episode it's like a wartime condition right and on the off chance that they yeah. don't if these companies do in fact sell these sell these treatments at exorbitant prices they're going to have an enormous pr problem on their hands and i don't think no anybody's going to want that and on top of that a third redu- yeah. and that's just the social redundancy the third redundancy is in case they get away with charging exorbitant prices health insurance companies are going to step in and and balance out the whole thing so in the end i'm fairly sure that even after all this price manipulation happens the end user which is the the consumer the, the patients themselves they're going to get it at roughly the same price so there's yeah. a lot of dynamics yeah. going on here yeah but one thing ram you you are right but there's a funny thing okay how the medical industry works is uh, the caps not placed by governments always it's placed by the it's placed by the company which is basically giving the rights to other companies to sell the product i'll give you an example when insulin was made the insulin which diabetic patients take right now it was made by a company called elilili till today they are the ones placing caps on any kind of insulin treatment uh, but anmol just an huh. example here the insulin vials right So in, yeah. in the United States, if you have to purchase them, they cost about three hundred and sixty-five dollars ish, if my numbers are correct. However, in uh, okay, however, in Canada, the same thing costs five dollars. So governments can play a huge role in this. I mean, uh, okay, yeah, this was basically in the U.S. because this example was a U.S.-based example where yeah. the company was setting the price caps. 
Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, if you have a government which wants the ex- exploitation of people, I mean, that's not something we can, anyone can help, right? Because the government is yeah. supposed to be helping the people. And if they are siding with private corporations to take money from the, the, the main stakeholder, that is the people, then mm-hmm. there's not a lot we can do. However, if the government makes a conscious effort to help the major stakeholder being the people, yeah, then I guess anything is possible, right? I think there's a third dynamic to that. You mentioned the price difference between US and Canada, right? And that's obviously a comparison of Canada has a crazy healthcare system. Now, when yes. you look at India, it's mm-hmm. actually the, it's actually cheaper than both US and Canada, if I'm not wrong. And we don't really have a healthcare system in place. I think the third dynamic, the third way to achieve like lower prices for these is to set up manufacturing in the country. That's the yeah. reason India. As far as, yeah, that's a very good. Yeah, point. India, as far yeah, as I know, it's uh, it's the world leader in manufacturing medicines, insulin vials, the vaccines, especially by a huge margin. And that's I guess bringing it closer, bringing production closer to home is also a, an extremely viable solution. But once again, most like it's not like all countries can help in production, but the ones who can should try to right. One more thing I have noticed is. India did have a healthcare consciousness before this also, but suddenly the consciousness and awareness towards healthcare has exponentially grown after this crisis. Like before this, normally manifestos of political parties before the elections never used to have terms like healthcare, etc., etc., hygiene, so and so. They used to, but they never paid it uh, so much attention. Rather, our country was more towards women's safety, corruption, etc. But yeah, these things are important, which I spoke earlier, women's safety and corruption. But healthcare is now a very big thing, which people are going to be always questioning governments for. What is your opinion on this now? In India, let's take it in case of India. Yeah. So you look at healthcare, right? Healthcare is given in many countries as a basic, right? Yes. So healthcare, like I understand that it's a critical thing and i have always tried like in many discussion with peers or anything try to propagate the idea that healthcare is an absolute necessity however i really don't see any practical way of implementing i mean a really beneficial healthcare system like to a huge extent kind of healthcare system in a country as densely populated as india however like even a basic level of healthcare can be implemented and should be. So that's something that like running parties from now may be trying to look at, right? So maybe people will try to ask these running parties, hey, okay, I get all these other policies that you're talking about, corruption, etc. But after a world pandemic, which we face like this, I think healthcare is a really important point too, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, India does have free healthcare to the extent that everyone's given free healthcare in government hospitals and yeah, such hospitals. But yeah, the hygiene, health, all these standards will now be discussed more in the media, the parliament and other places also. Okay, uh, wait, what, what is your take on all of this thing? What, what do you think are going to be big major changes in this world after the corona crisis? No, yeah, like I said, we'll have a new set of millionaires and billionaires. Yeah. And you see how all these countries were so unprepared for something like this, like a pandemic on this scale. So now onwards, they're first of all going to be way more aware. And they're going to all have policies. And 
hopefully and i hope this is not too controversial hopefully they like they put china in its place and they stop letting china mess with everyone like in the un especially china's had way too much power for way too long and i think this should bring them down a peg i think they should knock them down a peg yeah i agree with you will like I, even i feel that china has been ignorant towards a lot of these things they've m- more se- i wouldn't say selfish but they're very focused on their own nation to bother about the world so yeah ram what do you think about this i think yeah Ch- china it's, a, it's complicated cuz i mean they sort of operate like the ussr right i recently watched chernobyl And have you watched Chernobyl, by the way? Yeah. No, I... I okay. I, I yeah. And yeah, when you look at how okay. uh, the sequence of events on how the USSR dealt with Chernobyl, that was first they tried to suppress it. And then when the Geiger counters went off in Sweden, that time they started coming out with the information slowly. That's kind of what happened even with the coronavirus. Like the initial, the doctors that were initially reporting these cases, they were in custody and stuff like that. Quite and... then after the pandemic reached a point of no return then they started acknowledging it so yeah i mean i just how the communist system operates it that's what happens when you don't allow freedom of speech in your country so it's it's it really stems out into a broader problem yeah ram you all your points are taken now let's actually discuss about something more towards us something which is at our backyard our schools how do you think this is going to change because right now i see video calls of our our teachers teaching 11th graders right now who are in 12th right now and it's just weird because I, i i would have never pictured these teachers the same teachers each in the online not in the sort of way that they're not technologically aware or something but it's just that you can't digest the fact that teachers are teaching why the same instrument they ask you to not use on a daily basis <laughs> i mean so yeah you, but yeah. like teachers have evolved a lot right i mean we've seen at least through our juniors they've quickly adapted to this new system and that shows like how capable they are to think on their feet but once again yeah i mean it's puts a huge stress on the teaching industry mainly in that many of these teachers are not as up to date with technology as they would preferably be so there must be some sort of way to teach them to teach the teachers like how to handle these kind of technologies and stuff no i definitely think trainings for teachers will be more frequent on the use of like video call or some other video platform to teach students i think the government will undertake more trainings and it's actually good also because it's for the first time teachers are not just adapting to a new syllabus but adapting to a new teaching style all the different yeah exactly it's not just about a new syllabus a new way they their teaching style itself has to change right because yeah, exactly. many of them are used to say writing on the boards okay. or stuff like yeah. that and now it's a different system and they they cannot monitor the students the way they used to i i remember many teachers telling me the look on your face says exactly what you're doing yeah exactly <laughs> this is not something they'll be able to do now so yeah they have to they have to adapt and if i know one thing the teaching industry is the most equipped to adapt and they'll do that sooner or later yeah that's true avid what do you have to say about this no i completely agree with avid except for the face and like the teacher not being able to see the student's face while teaching 
that can change right because as far as i know in zoom you have you can force them to open their webcam yeah, yeah. or you can i don't know force them to speak up also i mean it's not as intuitive as a real classroom but i can see it getting to that level okay obviously exams are something we have always written by with pen and paper as in schools and stuff it's always a pen and paper based exam how do you think this is going to change because this is school based exams have not even like seen an online platform till date in india So what do you think is going to change about this round See I mean I don't think it's practical to conduct exams online with the person taking the exam sitting at home you're going to see a yeah. lot of cases of cheating and stuff like that So but on the bright side yeah uh, I think they will be more open to shifting the whole examination and and teaching processes onto online systems like they did it with JA advanced quite a long time back like at least Uh, I think it was they started online exams four year four or five years ago, and it's been working out really well for them logistically. And this also uh, brings me to another point where basically in uh, you you heard you all heard of Khan Academy, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so in yeah. Khan Academy, Sal Khan, the the CEO, uh, he's always he's always had this outlook that intelligence isn't something that's inherent can, you can you can increase your intelligence with practice and persistence so online plat- platforms and, and which the education sector is now moving into it they can really help enable that because i'm sure all of you have used khan academy quite a bit right yeah. so you, you always have that flexibility yeah, yeah. where if you don't understand a topic you can always go back and rewatch the video as many times as it takes to understand it and it and it teaches you that it's it's not really exams that help you achieve mastery it's your persistence to the subject that that's going to help in the end and this whole this whole crisis it's really helping push the entire sector into adopting education uh, sorry sorry adopting technology into education yeah that's completely understandable right i mean that's something they'll have to do in a scenario like this and this will perhaps better equip them because as just like what you said ram there is a lot of yeah okay so there's a lot of stuff available online a lot of learning capabilities so this is something that the teachers will now be equipped to use and that will perhaps help education of the children right so moving on we in the beginning of this discussion we talked about how we had plans to like have lunch with each other and stuff like that so yeah. social gatherings are going to be hugely impacted by this pandemic right so what do you have to say about this anmol yeah really the whole thing you can never imagine because india is a really uh, is is a place which is really run by movies and bollywood and other kind of entertainment stuff but right now there is no scope for these things like at least schools and other things you can understand how it can take off in the future but these kind of industries i i really don't see any way other than how it used to be so there is there has to be a big amount of change i really think rise in online platform for entertainment is going to take up and it's already rising i think netflix and amazon primes are at an all time high for subscriptions and even ramayana on doordarshan reached an <laughs> online high on tv that that, yeah. that was really shocking yeah. other than the entertainment thing i don't i, I really can't predict how the whole social aspect of this is going to be because there has been no example till date to display it because when i say education we have seen how zoom calls work and we can make an assumption that yeah this can go on but i've seen no other alternative for these activities 
maybe we can have lunch together on zoom or something <laughs> that was actually a joke before yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> so like yeah i get what anmol is saying i mean it's not just limited to lunch right like there's fantasy parks like theme parks then there's so many other forms of entertainment mm. which may be like critical which are literally critically endangered at this stage so Dude, uh, I, I, wait tango is yeah. a fantasy park i finally hope they drain out all the pee in wonderland once yeah, oh time. my god yeah <laughs> <laughs> especially the wave pool oh my god that's the salt yeah, cup is unnatural there it's it's not yeah. not oh, added yeah that kind of happens when you leave your mouth open in a wave pool who does that try keeping your mouth closed when you get hit by a wave in the in the danger zone <laughs> Stone yeah, exactly. You don't I, have to face. I like ways. going face first into that stuff. No way. Yeah, so you're basically inviting a pee in your mouth scenario. How was I supposed to know that as a kid? Okay, I mean, come on, give me some leeway here. <laughs> yeah, as a kid, I bet you Ram thought that it's salty because it's like the way it pulls. Oh yeah, they wanted like sea water salty. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't expect it coming from people, so. Sweat really, really. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have something to say about uh, social yeah, interactions. I feel we're going to just ease into it, right? Because that's what we're expected to do with mm. everything else also. So anyway, you remember when apps like House Party started peaking in terms of usage, right? Like daily average mm. users and stuff. And I feel this will also boost like VR headset sales. I mean, that's <laughs> what I'm hoping for and hopefully the price drops and I can get one myself. Yeah. But yeah, like a VR a VR chat and stuff is going to spike as well. And I mean, that's what people have to do at this point, yeah. right? You can't expect people to come and meet you with, um, especially when literally the government is telling you not to do that. And already people are sneaking out and stuff, so that's already e- them easing into when times are going to yeah. go back to normal. So I don't think it's going to impact social gatherings that much. It's just it's just going to slow down. Might even revive the Ugandan. The entire process. Okay, yeah. So one more thing. I I I recently saw something on my mom's phone. It it was one of your obviously weird WhatsApp forward, but that actually got me thinking. There was this one where they were making masks ma- matching to your clothes. I, I are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So do you really do you really think this is going to be the case? Because Obviously masks are going to be one of the most important things down the line from today. And yeah. I remember during our board exams it 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 was when this whole crisis started and I used to travel by metro almost every day of the board exams and gradually day by day I saw like pretty good amount of increase in the number of people who wore masks. It was really nice to see that gradual increase. But do you really think masks are going to be an essential part of our fashion for today? I mean, at least for the near future, they should be. But can't really say, right? I mean, it depends on how this pandemic goes. So, like, I've seen, like, if you study like past epidemics and stuff, yeah, they usually last for about a minimum of one to two years at least. So. You're scaring us right now. No, I'm not. I mean, like, it, it doesn't really mean that one to two years of staying at home. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. No, but this uh, masks being part of someone's what do you say? Uh-huh. Get up. Uh, I I can't think of something better. It's been common in countries other Japan. than ours. Like in uh, in the in the states. Yeah, in Japan especially, Korea. It's like a, not a normal plain mask, but it's got like a face design on it or 
Some sort cute of anime ones. So I can see that getting yeah the cute anime ones. They can get popular, but then I don't think it's gonna get mainstream. Not everyone's gonna be using it. It's just gonna get hmm, slightly really. more popular. But and these aren't even those effective masks. That but just right show, now, basically. what every every doctor is saying is any mask is good because the mask is not preventing you from breathing in the virus. It's actually preventing you from spreading the virus if you have it. Yeah. So yeah, down the line, any kind of mask is good. What do you think is going to change in environments? Because we're seeing weird stuff happening around, like dolphins re- returning to the coast of turtles, the western mean? coast of. No, oh, dolphins oh, are dolphins, returning okay. to the western yeah, coast. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, there there are olive ridley turtles which are returning to the Mumbai beaches uh, and stuff, right? Yeah, Mumbai yeah. beaches and the beaches towards even Karnataka. Olive ridley was mainly towards Karnataka, which I knew, and it kind of people declared it extinct. People are seeing it back again. So, do you environment is a big aspect? So, do you think it's going to change now? Hopefully, I mean now, uh, like you can see, you can observe a lot of changes in in your day to day life. Like I'm sure you would have. I, I don't know. I, I I don't know about you, but I have I, I have a, I have quite a lot of breathing problems and allergies, so that causes. So I'm really sensitive to pollution. For me, like I haven't had to keep my air filter on in in my room, and and I could keep my windows open and still have sufficient ventilation. So yeah, there's changes like that, and uh, then you have news like the turtles beginning to nest on Mumbai beaches. Hopefully, that's going to make people more aware of of how much our daily life that we take for granted is really ruining the ecosystem, and it may change a few. I mean, maybe not a few. Hopefully, a lot more people's uh, habits, and they won't, and they'll at least uh, stop taking life for granted in general. Wait, what about you? What's your opinion on this? The environment's becoming much better than before. Though it's a virus which is killing us all. Yeah, it's a bit ironic, but it shows that. Yeah, I agree, Siram. He said that humans have been taking the environment mm-hmm. and life for granted, right? And this is going to show. I mean, this is a classic example of you. You'll get to know the importance of Born, something yeah. once it's True. it's gone from your life, right? Yeah. So people are going to value this so much more, and uh, of course, there are going to be the same old people who keep littering and then who keep. I don't know who who don't go and get their cars tested for pollution and stuff. The, the, that sort of people will also be there, but as students, also I think we're gonna appreciate this newfound yeah, the environment true. or something. But, and there's even yeah, the silence. Too short. It, it, the silence is so peaceful. Like it's it's so nice not to hear cars honking <laughs> all the time for a change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's but, really but it's going to be weird after it starts again, right? Yeah, so exactly. It's 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 very weird. Even if you go on streets right now, it's like you can't even go from one area to the other. It's it's extremely weird. You don't feel like you're in the same Bangalore you used to be in. So it's going to take a lot of time adjusting to these kind of things. So I feel we can adjust to it really fast. A pretty funny observation I made. Like if you're watching a movie that was obviously yeah. shot before the lockdown. You'll see, you'll see people like dancing and getting together in public, and that's first of all, it's making me feel really <laughs> uh, jealous of them. And on top of that, it feels so weird to see people gathering in such numbers, even though it's been happening, even though our lockdowns have been happening mm. only for like two months, three months at the most. It feels yeah, so weird and alien. It's it's like a. But do you think this like people have been saying for a long time? If we don't. take care of nature it's obviously going to tip over at some point and nature is going to give its comeback and we're going to face the brunt 
do you think this is the this is the call warning call from nature to be like oh let's stop pollute guys stop polluting uh, or else you're going to die so it's, it's not that much of a warning it's more of like look what happens when you are in careless and you are makes sense me for granted that sort of thing oh yeah not, by yeah. the way like uh, yeah. on a related note i was reading recently about it's i mean it's not exactly related to what we're talking about it's basically on the advent of solid state batteries and how that's going to help different industries to cope with the whole uh, mm-hmm. environment environmental situation at hand honestly i was thinking about this as well but i was thinking about it as the environment was basically hot and it was in danger that sort of thing and then Uh, now that it's clean i don't know i was thinking of the environment as a person and because of this it's going to let its guard down and when we go back to being normal industries like what the petroleum industry and then factories those are going to get back to functioning normally they're going to spew smoke into the air and that's going to hurt the environment again so i really don't see how that part of it could change other than that i don't really have an opinion because i was really yeah, thinking I, I about feel rather we enjoy the situation now because obviously it's going to become the same old thing again same old thing again so it's better we enjoy the nature how it is now the stars are going to be as visible as possible right now i know few people who are entirely their whole evening is occupied in stargazing and yeah other things i feel that's going to be yeah that's going to last only till the lockdown ends and after this it's going to end for sure okay so uh, avya what's your opinion on the whole environmental situation that's going to persist after this pandemic yeah so the environment will definitely get better right as in we have already seen how there's dolphins returning to the canals in venice not just that in barcelona i believe there were a bunch of wild boar which uh, walked into the mm-hmm. main part the main central barcelona so we're seeing like nature taking back control from humans and yeah this will definitely help uh, help us in the battle against environment change okay guys uh, so concluding i feel that yeah this pandemic has pushed the human race kind of together and away at the same time so hopefully yeah it has brought us together and it forces us to maintain social distancing so it's weird so hopefully we we as the race together find a way through this a cure as fast as possible and everything can return to normal but yeah most importantly it's all left to us so hopefully you guys do follow all the rules and hopefully we can make not just the world our country everything a way better place so yeah we'll meet you next week till then like share subscribe and keep listening to the noise podcast thank you guys thank you guys see you thanks for joining us